Hello everyone! Hopefully you guys are having a great day. Whether it's nighttime, afternoon, it's freaking early in the morning, whatever it is. I hope you guys are doing fabulous. This is your girl Jojo and I wanted to let you know that um, <laughs> oddly enough, People always find motivation in the weirdest places, and uh, obviously you guys know that I've been in a slump for a while, so on and off, sporadic episodes, and um, you know what? I think I had to have my phone near me. That would help. So anyways, everybody finds motivation in different places, right? So on and off, I've been talking about several things. I even did, oh, a long time ago, I did a show of my husband, with my husband, and it was just a quick show, right? Anyway. Uh, I've been having, so my motivation is this, I've had a rocky marriage and I've been trying to work on it, even though I did ask for separation and divorce, oh, a separation, like when my daughter was a little close to one, I don't know if it was over or under. So anyway, so I'm going to give you the roundabout story without too many details, not getting, I'm not vengeful. I'm not going to be one of those, oh, it's another lady for all the men. Is it another lady complaining about a man and she probably did wrong and no, 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 nothing like that. And for you ladies, I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm just looking for someone to understand my point of view. Of course, you know what they say. There's always two sides, three sides of the story person one person two and the truth so do with it what you will so anyway so our marriage has been on and off so I was under the impression when we met and we uh, we actually met in an unorthodox way you know uh, I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna give you the story so I used to be really into CrossFit I had the time I was single I was actually very close to becoming a coach for CrossFit so and I really I really genuinely love the sport I do okay so I went to a competition with a bunch of friends and actually I was running late to that competition they're like joy where are you and I'm like oh uh, yeah I'm running late so I am there it is and I get there and I go to this competition and my husband who is still my husband right now um, at least until the end of July <laughs> he had seen me there and well obviously he thought I was good-looking and he saw, I mean, I was with a bunch of friends. I really didn't care, you know. And then I had tagged myself on a post for a, a t-shirt company that they were selling. So they're localized where the location we were at, like the city we were at, because we had to travel, obviously, to get there. The city we were at, that is the hometown basis for this t-shirt company. So anyways, they're always like, tag us in Instagram when you use your shirt, la, 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 la. So I did that, and uh, my husband at the time saw my saw me with the post, and he liked it, you know, and, he, and I noticed this guy kept liking all my pictures. I'm like, who is this guy? So then he started messaging me, and he started talking to me. He's like, okay, you know, I'll start talking to this guy. And then we started um, video conferencing, obviously, because it's a where he's from is like at least three hours away, three and a half hours away. And so on and off, we would talk on video and um, eventually we started like, it was weird. <laughs> I'll tell you, unconventional. Um, I would have dinner with him uh, at night. Obviously dinner is at night, right? So I'm trying to get all the story in my head. So we would have dinner and I would sit my iPad or my phone or whatever it is I had. I think it was my iPad at the time. Sit it down on the table. 
and I would have him on and he'd be having dinner. So we'd literally be having dinner and talking, like have dinner that way. So we were like, it was so far away and it's, our schedules are kind of contrasting. So we would be dating that way. We dated that way. So then finally, after I don't know how many months of doing that, we uh, finally met up in person halfway and we met up and we had lunch and then he came over to he's like I don't know wait did we come over that time yeah he drove all the way to my hometown and uh, he he spent the day and then another time we met up again and he said it was this happened a few times where he came all the way over here and then one of the times I went over there to visit he was all freaked out like it was like in shock that I would drive all the way um and our relationship continued that I asked him to stay you know I said there's more to offer here in uh, where I'm from just stay here so he said are you really want me to stay he said yes I said I really like having you around so we decided to stay and uh we ended up moving into it he ended up moving in with me and um shortly thereafter a couple of months afterwards he asked me to marry him and I was thrilled he was such a nice guy his family talked about him so endearingly it was it was just really nice I was like oh wow and I asked him straight up oh what kind of person is he la, 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 la. I mean I was straight up asking all kinds of questions right I'm very blunt very upfront from my last relationship was very toxic I said all right this what happens so um, I'm gonna fast forward okay this is how our relationship was established he gave me an onset impression and this was like every day like it was not, oh, just, I, that's why I asked his family all these questions, right? So from then on, we got married. And if when we got um, into March, I found out I was pregnant. Like, we were going to be getting married in July. And I found out in March I was pregnant. So he was thrilled. He's like, oh, my God, yes, you know, I'm ready for a family. Because I had told him, you know, I've had trouble getting pregnant before my last relationship. I said, if we're really going to get married, I'd like to start to have, try, starting to try to have kids so we ended up getting pregnant thank goodness and it and I, I was so worried because I was scared that I couldn't keep the baby you know like full term and because I couldn't get pregnant before so la da 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 uh we were close to getting married and at that point when we we're literally days before we decided to get married he said why do you keep putting up walls I mean you were about to get married and you're still hesitant like why well not in those exact words okay because I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest he I have to dumbify the, the vocabulary a lot he says why do you always act like you, there's something wrong I'm like um I said I'll be honest I have walls around me I have them around me because it, it's my protection it's it's something I will always have it's just one of those things he goes but we're gonna get married and you're still like that with me you should just he said you should just trust me I won't hurt you I am not the typical, I am not like other men. That's like almost a direct quote. Oh my gosh, don't tell me I forgot my freaking debit card and I'm already here. Hold on, y'all. I'm rummaging through, and I can't see anything because of these sunglasses. I'm rummaging through my bag. And guess what? I do not have my ID or anything oh my gosh oh my gosh I do not have anything with me where would I have left it holy Jesus in heaven 
Oh my gosh. And I'm going to have to get out of here. I'm literally taking out every bit of <laughs> everything in my bag. Oh my gosh. I have no idea where I left it. Where did I leave that freaking wallet? You guys are going to be freaking hilarious. Okay. So I am going to pause this and come back to it because I cannot find anything on me. Okay. I'll come back to you guys. Alright, so continuation guys. Yeah, I didn't even have my wallet on me. I couldn't find it. In fact, I looked through my car, I looked through my sister's car. You know where it was? My daughter's overnight bag. We went uh, regardless. Anyways, so we ended up getting married and I told him when we were um, about to get married or right after, I can't remember which, maybe it was both times, I told him, I promise. I won't put down any walls and I will I will let you in completely I mean that's just I did that because at this point I was marrying a person I was having a child with a person I was like you know what if anything's the time to do it it is this is it right and throughout the whole time we were dating and we constantly talked about if we should ever think about not being with one another before the other one cheats it, it's always best for someone, well, not necessarily us, but like in any relationship, because he was cheated on supposedly. Now I don't know. And I know I was. And I was like, it was just why I had those walls up, right? And he said, no, I would never do that because it was done to me. La, da, 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 da. He goes, yes, I agree. People should break up before they should just leave before they get, they cheat on someone, even if it's whatever, right? So we both agreed on that, on the, the, platform like the foundation on which we thought right so we unagreed on that so who like who nobody likes to be cheated on nobody likes to be made to feel like crap right so we did this and uh i always found him when he moved in with me was that he was always helpful like he put stuff away and obviously i didn't see it as a big deal like he would he didn't know where everything was so he would like hide things like okay like everything looks super clean i'm like okay so where's this oh i put it away somewhere like he couldn't remember so while I was wor I was working, obviously, uh, when the school year started, I was pregnant and very, very pregnant. And uh, he took the time because we had opposite schedules. I worked days, he worked evenings, and he would come to meet me for lunch. It was a great beginning of a relationship. We were married, you know, everything was going right, you know, and it was when I got off on maternity leave, I was like, okay, I can't make it any further. I'm very, very pregnant. I just need to take the time off before I have this baby. So when I got home on that first week of maternity, actually almost the first day I was off, I started, well, I have to do laundry. You know, you walk around, you do regular everyday stuff. So I always thought, man, this apartment's always so clean. Well, it was never really clean. Everything, it's just like when a kid goes and shoves everything underneath their bed so mommy doesn't see it. Yeah, it was kind of like that. And I said, what is all this stuff? It was in the laundry room. Like there was clothes and comforters and pillows. I was like, what is all this stuff in the laundry room? Oh, well, I was going to put it away later. I was like, you need to put it away now. I'm like, it's, it's, I can't reach it. And, you know, it needs to be put away. You can't just hide it. 
So he took it off and he helped me put it away. And then uh, the next thing that was a red flag, which obviously I was doing dishes. I said, I said, honey, is there any way you can finish the dishes? I said, my back really hurts. And what does he do? <sighs> I guess. Yeah. I am literally, I didn't even know it then. I was already 40 weeks when I went out on maternity leave. And this asshole has like this. Okay. So before those things, I think it's like ridiculous spending. We would go out. I said, okay, I would go out. So that way he could have a good time, like, with our friends. Because he made friends with my friends. And he overspent. Like, he would spend money. It's like, you don't, we don't have that kind of money. Where do you think it comes from? And I, it was a constant argument. And he'd even gotten on his knees and kissed my belly because Bika was in there. And he would say, no, I promise I'll be better. You know, I just... I just got carried away. Obviously, this is all in Spanish. So for those of you that don't speak Spanish, I don't want to like use the wording. So I'm like, fine. And then these red flags went off when I got, when I was having the baby. And then that's how it was, a constant. Like, I actually had postpartum depression, depression, excuse me. And I broke down one time. Like, it was just like, I'm usually pretty strong-minded, but obviously chemical imbalance and all that I didn't know what that was like and I broke down like I had to move in with my mom to help me out with my baby and my husband was like oh, what do we do what's wrong what's wrong all he could do was hug me which is great it's all I needed but I didn't notice obviously being distraught that he didn't know what to do he didn't know how to handle anything so I was like I started noticing things when Mika was born like he was kind of jealous that I paid so much attention to the baby like I didn't want to do things like he didn't get what postpartum depression was he didn't get like and I tried to explain this I just it's this thing I'm going through I, you know I just I was like dysmorphia like it was like horrible as it is I was I've always been depressed but like it was like a magnitude of things and like he didn't quite understand it and I understand it was like traumatic for him so I left it like that, you know, and he didn't know. So that my being with my mom and my sister helped me out too with the baby. So things got a little bit easier for me. So, okay, I dealt with it. So by the time, because my daughter was born in November, got out, went back to work in February. Then I got uh, out for summer in June and I was back to taking care of my daughter and we moved out. Well, things just escalated. And by the time her first birthday came around, uh, like on her birthday I remember was running around getting all the arrangements for the, her b first birthday party and he didn't do anything but take care of the baby when I dropped him when I said take her to the restaurant I'll meet you there I got the balloons I made the arrangements I talked to like he didn't even I didn't even notice at the time because I was so like hyper to get things done right he didn't offer to help once of course he'll probably get like contrary no I didn't know he did it he didn't. All he did to help was take care of Mika, and that was it. And even then, when she got there, he handed her off to me. You know, or to my mother, or to his mother, because she came down, they came down for, for a visit. Uh, for the first birthday, right? So, actually, no, they didn't. It was just to my sisters. Anyway, so, notice how the story's going, guys. Notice how the evolution of it is going. So, before... I was just like dealing with it. It was just me, you know, postpartum. But then shortly after the first birthday, I was like, you know what? We need to separate. This isn't working out. I mean, you're not helping me around the house. I feel like I'm doing everything. We just need to separate for a while. And he's like, are you saying you want to divorce me? I said, sometimes I feel like divorcing you because you have, you don't consider me. You just, 
you he kept like if he we were just us too like it's not that like he would do nothing around the house he wouldn't clean up after himself he uh would like well i didn't bring i didn't bring lunch even though he was been there all afternoon like he didn't we had mija in daycare there was no reason for anything i took care of everything in the sense of all he had to do was drop her off at daycare and go to work and make sure he had himself food and even that didn't work so several times between then and now i had said you know what this isn't working out there's even one time i gave him a deadline by this day you better get your shit straightened out this uh, like sleeping in late he's drinking lavishly like, chug-a-lugging and spending money on that which he didn't then he was smoking my dad died from freaking lung problems and caused by drinking i mean it's caused by smoking and he drank like a fish and it's like i told him all these things about my life with my dad did that affect him no he still did those things i was like you know what i don't want i don't want to deal with that so i gave him a deadline he met it and i knew what was going to happen i was really praying to god i did it and it did he straightened out for a bit and then he went right back to where he was and as of late when we had this covid 19 situation guys you know things get you're with each other more often and i was working from home being a teacher and what happened was hold on he was like we were home with each other he got paid guys he's a not there's nothing wrong with it because my uncle is a custodian too he's actually a supervisor he he did nothing at home he was getting paid at home like if he was going to work 40 hours a week and I would come out of the office, obviously, I mean, if teaching from home is, like, way more stressful than it is anything else, and I would come out and I cook breakfast before I went into there, and then I would come out and cook lunch, and then I'd come out and cook dinner afterwards, and none of the dishes were done, and I was like, what's going on, why aren't you doing anything, and then finally I had a conversation, I said, dude, what the hell, fucking help me out here, he goes, well, what do you expect me to do, I said, what do you do for a living? Well, what is that? I said, what do you do for a living? Do you go home? But I have to clean the same thing every time. Like, you would, you would bitch and complain about, oh, I have to vacuum every day. Oh, I have to do this every day. I'm like, yeah, every day. You know, we live in this house every day. I said, what do you do at work? And he told me, well, I said, it's the same thing. Don't you clean every day? They use the facilities every day, right? So freaking at 3 p.m., which is when he would go in, I said, fucking clock in. From 3 to 5, but by the time I get out, fucking clean. I said, it's not like it's a horrible mess. Just fucking clean. Do something around the house. And the only thing he'd probably do is barbecue. That's about the only thing. And maybe cut the grass. And even then he'd bitch and complain about cutting the grass. So after a while, I was like, look, I understand. I said, I just felt different. Like, I was like, look, dude, if you're seeing someone else or talking to someone else because you're always on that damn phone, just tell me. No, I would never do that. And like I said, I had mentioned divorce and separation several several times with this man. And then every time I would say it, he'd, and I know it sounds really cold, he would be the one crying, blubbering, crying, no, I don't want that, I don't want to separate, and blah, 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 blah. So then during this, co I mean, every time, guys, no joke, he was the one that was crying all the time. He just, oh, it's just that you're so cold. I said, I'm not that I'm cold. I don't have time to be like wallowing and and I said you don't think I'm uh, depressed about things I said I don't have time for it who's gonna take care of everything else you don't I don't have time I said you need to help me out you should be he goes you only pay attention to us I said well who else is gonna pay attention to her she's at home I voluntarily kept her from daycare I don't want her to get sick I don't want her to whatever you know I'm gonna keep her here 
And he was, I was like, yes, my world revolves around her, but yours should too. In fact, it should revolve with us holding hands around her little earth. She is our world. But you're not doing that. I said, I told you from the beginning, I need, I don't need you in my life to survive. I don't, I don't need you at all. I want you in my life. That's the biggest compliment. I told him that so many times. And even then he would say, no, I'm not talking to anybody. You're crazy. He still blubbered over getting a divorce. And so I said, go to, go to where, go back home with your parents. Stay there for a bit. Get your head straightened out. So I just, it just kept biting at me and biting him. I said, he's got to be talking to someone. And I'll be honest, guys, I was not intimate with my husband. I was not attracted to him anymore. And it's not fair for me to, oh, I told him, I said, so you want me to have sex with you because you want to have sex. But I don't want to. I don't feel, I said, I was literally chemically not able to do it. Like my, my testosterone was low. Like it was just all these things, chemical imbalance from this depression. I said, I literally don't. And I had maybe in six months we had sex twice. That's not a lot, guys. It may be TMI, but it's like it is. I just didn't feel attracted to him because he was not the person literally that I married. In fact, I later found out. Oh, let me just not skip. Let me not let me not skip that part. Okay, so at 2:30 in the morning, I was like, you know what? I've been getting up several times, right? So I got up and I was gonna drink water. I said, fuck it, I'm gonna check his phone. I'm not that. I wasn't gonna do it because he gave me his word, you know, and I trusted him. Well, I found a message to a girl. Oh, I love you. Oh, princess, I'll text you first thing in the morning. I love you so much. I was fucking pissed. I woke him up, his ass up at 2.30, held the phone right to his face, and I said her name. Why are you looking through my phone? I said, you know what? I was really hoping I was wrong, and I was just, I said, no, this ain't gonna happen. Who the hell is she? You're obviously talking to her I love yous and princesses, and I'll call you first thing in the morning. I said, you've been doing this under our own roof next to my daughter? I go to bed expecting you, know, I'm texting you, hey, I'm already bed, just so we could spend time with each other, and you're over here fucking screwing around? Oh, I've never slept with her. I said, but you're talking to her. I said, I pretty much doubt it. She's from your hometown. I believe nothing. So, during this whole fiasco, I found out that our whole marriage was a sham. It was a show. He literally, and I knew he liked to do videos and post things up just to get likes and attention. I know he was like that beginning with his, because he was, you know, he was confident in himself, which is fine. It wasn't overly cocky. But I did not know that that's how his whole life was. His whole life revolved around looking good in front of an audience. Nothing has been genuine. And now, the son of a bitch, well, excuse me, not my mother-in-law is not a bitch, the asshole. I called his girlfriend, I messaged his girlfriend, I said, I'm sending him off to you packing. He literally was gone by 4.30 in the morning. He goes, right now, right now, get out of here. I said, I told you I wasn't going to deal with this. So I kicked him out, he took all his shit. Not only, not, he didn't just take his clothes, guys. He took things off the walls of the garage and made it look, he was ready to go. All he needed was an excuse. And then he's like, I messaged his girlfriend, why are you messaging to her? I said, dude, I sent her two fucking, fucking messages. One, when you left and I said, he, you're on your way to her. I said, and the other message was to see if it was her that I was texting. And she got all like, oh, he's all defending her defending her like well you need to stop texting her I was like really you're fucking defending that cunt of a girl why are you calling her name she didn't do anything to you oh she didn't freaking do anything to me 
That bitch knew you were married. She knew you were married. She still talked to you. And by the way, I did verify that. He said that she knew that he was married. And you still got wrapped up in that. I said, yeah, I said, you are pathetic. You're pathetic. And I said, I can call her whatever the fuck I want. And throughout this whole thing, guys, I never once, and I kept my word, because I said, unlike you, I'm not, I don't lie. I said, you're still going to be, because it was a, he said, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't, I was afraid of, of hurting you and uh, I didn't want to lose my daughter. I said, first of all, I promised you a long ass time ago, you would never lose your daughter. And second of all, you didn't want to hurt me. What the fuck do you think this is? So that was that that was the first part of the fiasco and then he was like and he's in a hurry to get divorced well i want to get divorced when are we going to get a divorce and did he get off his fucking ass to go to a lawyer no how did he want to do it he wanted to do it the first like the first time he got a divorce guys he wanted me to just file the paperwork and print it out and then just file it and get the, the cheapy way of doing it i was like uh you have a child and i am not going to do that well why do we have to pay for a lawyer and mind you he says we because i got a lawyer so we can get it situated he didn't do it he didn't call. He only called the courthouse to find out how much the, the filing fees were. Yeah, that's all he did. So then recently, which is real funny, because uh, shortly after that, he claimed, you guys are probably getting a hoot out of this story. It's like, ooh, it's like a soap opera, right? So then, uh, so he's in a hurry. I said, are you in a hurry? I said, are you such in a hurry to fuck your girlfriend freely without having to feel guilty? Not that you do, that you want to get, no, it's not that. It's just, I just want it over. I said, oh, so you're waiting to get rid of me. I said, if you're that anxious to get rid of me and get a divorce, then you do the fucking work. I'll wait for the paperwork. No, just go ahead and file it. And da da da. So he wanted, he gave me the impression, oh, I just want to do things civilly. You know, we want to end this. You, we don't want to be bitter or something like that, right? So, and then he puts on his socials. He hasn't posted in a while, right? In a few days. And he's all about social media. And then on his account, it says divorced. I told my sisters, I was like, what the hell? So, I got, I'm needless to say, they're like, Joy, I said, you don't have to get your hands dirty. I said, no, I'm like, I just cannot, and I had put divorced on mine, and then I had switched it to separated, because I was like, I'm not divorced yet, I'm separated. So, I put that on mine, and then all of a sudden, he disappears on all social media, because he says, I'm not on Facebook anymore, I'm just on Instagram, then he's not on Instagram, and then this asshole calls me again the other day and obviously i'm trying to get over this i'm just trying to see things like he didn't do that just i just want to end this peacefully just have my daughter talk to her dad and just have it be a decent relationship between us because no matter what i can't hate him he gave me my daughter he helped me make my daughter i cannot hate him completely i hate the lies the deception yes but anyway so he calls me in an uproar. Mind you, he hasn't called his daughter in over two days. And he's like, why are you sending someone to send his messages for, to me and her? I'm like, what the, I got pissed. I say, what the fuck do I care about this bitch for? I said, you deal with your country of a girlfriend. And besides, she earned it. That's what she is. A slut is a slut. She made her bed. She lays and he's putting LOLs and all this. And then he, and then because he started texting me afterwards because I just kept hanging up on him. And he says, learn how to talk. You don't, you keep hanging up. I said, I can hang up whenever the fuck I want. I said, and don't ever tell me about talking because I tried to get you to talk for five years and all you said, nothing's wrong. Nothing, nada, nada. And you'd cry. You never wanted to talk. And I kept telling you to tell me. I said, screw you. I said, fuck you and the horse you rode it on and that bitch. So I'm upset obviously right and i still don't slaughter him but i've been using 
social media myself never mentioning his name to vent again have i used his name guys no i have not he's like well you're doing this and you're making me look bad i said what i'm speaking nothing but the truth and if you can't take it then you shouldn't have done it so i want nothing to do with you i can't believe you're like this and blah 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 i'm like look dude you made your bed you lay in it I said, you knew the joy that wanted to try, that wanted to do good, that wanted the relationship to work. Now you're knowing the bitch. I said, not once have I mentioned your name on social media. Not once. But he's all hussy, huffy and puffy and la la la. And all of a sudden, I told, he was like, I tried to call her on her iPad and la la la. I said, really? We didn't go through. I said, did you think about fucking trying to call her on my phone? No. So what does he do that same afternoon after all this, you're stop texting us and let it up, which by the way, guys, I did not do that, nor did I have anybody. That is just a blessing in disguise. It's pretty neat though. Someone's doing it, right? I have no idea who it is. Thank you. If those of you that are listening, if one of you amongst you is the one doing it, yay, thank you for doing that. It makes me feel good, sadly, but it does. Okay, I'm not going to lie. So he calls her on my phone to talk to her. Oh, so now he's doing that. So yeah, that is my life in a nutshell recently and needless to say why I have been off the air off social media off of everything because my life is a mailstorm a hailstorm excuse me of crap <laughs> but you know what I looking at my life the other day and I was like I have my daughter he's not gonna fight me on keeping the house I have my health we're healthy we're good everything's gonna be fine so it's just, it's just a crapshoot. So I'm using this as motivation to start my blog up. I'm going to take my best friend's advice, one of their advice, and say, use this as motivation. Start doing your YouTube channel. Start talking about things like that, about divorce and separation. And you know what, guys? I'm still not bitter about people. Like, if I see lovey-dovey relationships, for me, I don't think it'll ever happen again. I told him, what my ex you did to me, and he was an abusive, toxic person, abusive physically and mentally, guys. I said, what he couldn't manage to do, which was break me, he that this husband of mine well my only husband he managed to do by simply lying i said you have also taken the only chance i ever thought i said i only want to get married once and i repeatedly told him that yeah and i imagined it growing old with him he's still a pain in my ass you know husbands are husbands wives are wives right and he i said you took that away from me my thought of only being married once you took that from me and you broke me and he starts blubbering on the phone when I told him that. I said, no, you know what? And these are the only tears I will shed. I said, I'm done. You lied. You were cruel about it. He was literally cruel about it. He never meant anything. All he was ready for would be a dad, supposedly. No, he showed off his daughter, and he still does, as a trophy child. But he does nothing for the responsibilities. Nothing. What has he given his daughter the past few times right now for the past few months that he's been gone? Mond uh, sorry, uh, sorry, month and a half? He's given her $100. One toy and a 20-minute visit. He only lives three and a half miles, three and a half hours away. So, and even after all that, guys, I am not going to not let him see his daughter. I am still going to have her call him on Father's Day. Because you know what? I don't have my dad. I am a result of a divorce, and I told him, you will never lose your daughter. I said, all I ever wanted was for me and my dad to see each other, and he never wanted to see me at some point in our lives. So that's all I wanted. I said, I will never do that to her. So even then, guys, 
And some women may be saying, you're crazy. You should just hate him. You should do this and this. I could. I'm not. I'm not going to do that because that's my daughter's father. And in the end, as crappy as he may be, that's her father. He helped me make her. And I hate who he is, but he helped me make her. Even as I, well, you were the one that fell in love with him. You were the one that slept with him and blah, blah. You guys can say that. Girls or gal, uh, guys or girls, you can say that. But he believes his own lies. He lives in a life of fake. He lives in a social media bubble, like that kind of a person. Like everything looks good on the outside. Everybody's been in shock that we're separated and divorcing. I can't believe he did that. And I said, yeah, me, me neither. But things aren't hunky-dory. And it's not that I lied. I just didn't let, I didn't air out my dirty laundry. So now, sadly, I think I'm getting him where it hurts. But again, not mentioning his name. I still have some self-respect. Anyways, guys, that's my life in a nutshell. And I'm going to be using that as motivation for my blogs and my postings, but also to make myself a better person. I'm going to use that as motivation not to slander, but to start conversations. So, besides that, guys, with this COVID crap, I'll make that my next conversation. Stay safe out there. I love you lots. Your girl JoJo always says smile. Looks good on you, and I still do. Keep in touch. Remember, Facebook, Twitter, Gmail, your girl JoJo5. And we will catch you later.